I'm here with Ben. And I'm here with Ben. And we got Kuz in the studio. Hi. And we got Mikey in the back. And this is the, the Ben and Ben Show. Today we're going to be looking at a couple new singles that recently dropped. And then we're going to be heading into a Kuz review. And finally, we'll be giving our own review of Lil Nas X's new album, Montero. So yeah, my universe. Thoughts? You're a Coldplay I fan. I thought, yeah, I am a Coldplay fan. I think it's a solid track. I did not have high expectations for this. I thought that Coldplay and BTS, you know, like, it is a little cheesy. It's, it is very pop heavy, but I actually think they, that they work well together. Not gonna lie. Honestly, they had that single before this that was like 10 minutes long, and I was not with it. But then they came out with this, and they kind of just sent it home. Really? You like this better than the other one? Than Kalaratura? The, the, yeah, the 10 minute one that was just like... Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I, I definitely like that one a lot better. Okay. I think that was a lot more, um, I don't know, digestible than That's most. True. That's true. Coldplay is in a weird spot, I think. I'm excited. I'm interested to see this new album that's yeah, coming. Me too. Me too. Cheesy singles that are digestible. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it's. I think the Correct. lyrics. Cheesy no, singles. I think the song. The song is good. I'm just saying the lyrics are fairly well, cheesy. I, I, I haven't mm-hmm. even heard the song. I'm just talking about how you guys are talking about cheese singles. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually. It's a good point. Yeah. 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 It, the new song, My Universe by Coldplay and BTS, is a craft cheese single. Yep. Just the BT, <laughs> the Korean rapping from BTS. Let's look, Good on him. We, have, we aren't even like, <laughs> we aren't even talking about the, that BTS is on this. Like, I don't even know how they, Mikey, look up, look that up. <laughs> yeah, look Mikey. up how BTS and Coldplay got together on this. We'll oh, get back really? to you guys on that. I actually, I actually don't. Okay, tell me. Well, what happened was, uh, for a long time, BTS had been saying, like, oh, if there's one artist we could collab with, it'd be Coldplay. And then back in, like, February, they covered Fix You. And so I think that kind of started the relationship between the two. And they kind of just, you know, ended up working together. I don't know. It's so weird that out of any, like, artist that, like, a Korean boy band would want to do it's just stuff Coldplay. with it's just like yeah. Coldplay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. Uh, Universe by Coldplay with BTS. Go my check it out. It's my universe. Well, fuck. It's nothing. <laughs> it's my universe. It's not hey, yet. I think you have protagonist syndrome. I claim this universe for the British is I Remember by uh, Baby No Money. I think, honestly, this is a pretty solid track. I was I, impressed. It's, yeah, it's the universe's answer to the I forgot meme. That's so yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> I just said that. didn't save it. I did, I did. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Super organic, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't think I've heard anything by Baby No Money. Except for, uh... What he has done with Young Gravy, probably. Like, there was that one TikTok sound, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. But, I was, I was impressed. Uh, he had... Baby No Money, like, if you don't know who we're talking about, 
If you just look up La La La, you'll know what that song is. It's like was all over like TikTok and shit. So, I mean, yeah, I think this is a Christian podcast, but <laughs> I think we are we need to literally dis- reviewing Lil Nas X. Just the look that you gave me after you swore, though. It's just... <laughs> right, anyways, I remember. I think it's a solid track. I um, think it's yeah. upbeat, bouncy, like it. Okay. Yeah, nothing really else to say there. I was surprised at how the cars were tell. I wasn't ever sure of how you felt, but I knew for certain I would take you back anytime. So, next up we got. What's the name of the song? You and Me. You, you and, and Me, me by, by Alt J. He didn't remember. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, You and Me by Alt J. Um, I think Ben and I came to the same conclusion that, just like most of Alt-J's songs, it's good background music. It's background music, but it's good. Nothing really else to say there. I mean, any other thoughts there, Ben? I mean, it's it's a good listen, but after the first couple times, it's like, okay, yeah, as you said, just it's kind of just background music. Yeah. But it's, it's solid. It's catchy. For sure. Sending so the next track up is I Feel It uh, by John Bellion featuring Burna Boy. I really like this track actually. John Bellion coming in strong. I didn't really know. I don't. I cannot name a single song by John Bellion. I'm not gonna lie. The one that you would know is All Time Low. Oh yeah, but, I guess so. But yeah, I used to listen to him a lot in like middle school, like early high school. But he hasn't released anything in a while, so this was a pleasant surprise. Dude, Burna Boy just came up to him and said, "Dude, you need to release some shit," and he came out with this. It's the second the time this up. episode, Ben. Oh, the third. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's. I think the beat's nice. I like. Yeah, it's just great. It's great. I'd say you should listen to it. One of the songs ever featured. Next up, we got a new single from Jonas Brothers, uh, Who's In Your Head. I mean, I like this one better than the John Bellion one, not gonna lie. It's kind of like the Baby No Money song where it's just very, it's it's fast, it's ready to go. I just I w- like it overall. Yeah, I agree with it being better than the John Bellion one. I really like what they've been putting out since they got back to go- back together, actually. I don't know, it's just, just it's got this nice vibe to it. It's, it's, it's nice. It's all about the vibe. It is. Yeah. The vibes are right, you know. Um, I, I've said this before, but I think it's Why bad. would you say that, Eli? <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They don't need you to can, know. You can lie you don't to know. Them. You know what? You don't get to know now. That this will be an inside <laughs> joke just for us. Just for us. Anyway. That'll be it. <laughs> Next up, we got a remix of Perfect by Logic, and he adds a 
verse by Lil Wayne and ASAP Ferg? Uh, I, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of this track. Not even the original. I don't know. I, I just, it's not my thing. I'm gonna be honest, when I saw the title on the list, I thought that someone had remixed Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Um, and... That's what this is, It, it, it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, well, I know he's not getting it's a joke, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do a little bit of joking on the podcast. Uh, just a little bit. No jokes. Just no more jokes. Yeah. No more jokes from here on out. Okay. This is a, this is serious, a serious podcast. Yeah. But, I don't know, it was... What is it? Sorry, are you done? <laughs> no. I thought it was a pretty okay track. It, it wasn't perfect. Despite the title... <laughs> It was not perfect, but it, I do think I like it better than Ben or Eli does. Yeah. Um, I mean, the verse by Lil Wayne was good. ASAP, he was there doing his thing. So yeah, go check it out, I guess. Bust down double O, you know what I mean? Double O seven, all the M's. Ah, uh, yes, my area code, it's 608. The 608, the greatest band to ever exist. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, Surrounding next head. song, you selling dope. Uh, Lil Double Zero, Lil Double O, I don't even know. Then put this on here. But Future's on it. I felt the only reason. I know how to pronounce Future, I know who that is. <laughs> Well, he did mask off. Do well, you know that song? What are, I do. What What is your song? I mean, what are you <laughs> thoughts on this Your thoughts on the song? Uh, how to beat? It's definitely how to beat. I think yeah. I, I agree. It has a beat. There's Most not. Songs do. There's not much to say about it. Not honestly. a whole lot. It's just there. I don't know. It's. I feel like it's a pretty forgettable song. One listen. Like if I if I were given Ox, that is not what I would play. It's no, like not at all. Probably one of the worst singles we have here, but it's not that bad, honestly. No, yeah, we have a good collection of singles. Saying it's the worst, I actually think Perfect is, like, the remix of Perfect is, is the worst, for me, at least. But. I gotcha, I gotcha. And that rounds out the singles. Uh, moving on to some albums. We're now heading over to our art correspondent, Eli Kuzma, for an analysis on the album cover art for Montero. Okay, alright, I have this pulled up on my phone, it's about to die, so I'm gonna make this quick. So, pretty much, first impressions. For those of you who haven't seen the cover, somehow, it's essentially, it's, it's Lil Nas X, um, naked, sort of suspended in the middle. Um, around some classical Greek architecture above, so there are some rivers. It's basically kind of trippy, but the, the the interesting thing, this the song specifically, the "Call Me by Your Name," it's really sort of not not an attack, but definitely a critique of the the classical views of Christianity. If you look at the cover art, you know between the 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 grand Roman columns and the sort of the clouds and his. Just, just all of it really kind of screams, of course it's modernized, um, but it's sort of, it, it evokes sort of the imagery of the classical Renaissance biblical paintings. Like if you notice the sort of way he's, he's floating, 
and he has his arm kind of out. I'm doing it in front of, but you obviously can't see. You can go look at the picture. Yeah. Just follow along. Yeah. Anyway, follow books. along. If you look at his positioning in the way he sort of has his hand out, I don't know if this was intentional, but it really reminds me of the creation of Adam by Michelangelo. That's the for those of you who don't know, it's the I think, yeah. I think that's yeah, definitely intentional. Um, the sort of like he's reaching his arm out and stuff. Um, yeah, and then I think it does a really good job of calling attention to classical biblical art. Yeah, I, I think it's just really cool. It's really trippy. Um, I'd say like 8.5 out of 10. It's pretty good. That was pretty high. Yeah, it's pretty pretty high album cover. Nice. Yeah. Very insightful. Yeah. Sick. Well, that was our art correspondent, Eli Kuzma, otherwise known as Kuz, otherwise known as Cooter. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thank you. We will be moving right into the review of the album. It bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. So, Montero by Lil Nas X. It is 41 minutes long, released September 17th. Yep. And honestly, this is just, it's a great album. Uh, I mean, Lil Nas has shown us time and time again, ever since Old Town Road, that he is not a one-hit wonder. Ever since Old Town Road, he's just been on this upward streak leading up to this album. I mean, what are your thoughts on Old Town Road, guys? I mean, well, uh, Lil Nas X. <laughs> well, I will say Old Town Road, I think... You've it, heard it so many times. It's, no, it's a little yeah. overplayed now, but I think that it, for what it's worth, it's a it's a good mm-hmm. song. I yeah. always thought he said Hotel Room. <laughs> the title of the song is right. Old Town Road. Like, you hear it and you say, I'm gonna take my boat to the hotel room. <laughs> you don't hear that? You're telling me you don't hear that. No, because I I know it's Old Town Road. But, yeah, okay. Anyways, I think all the controversy behind that song, you know, getting like, Billy Ray Cyrus on it, it just, he's all of the He's fueled by controversy, this, isn't he? Like, that's true. Like, the the whole devil, look, call me by your name. Yeah. Coming out as gay, first off, all, and like, the, the rap industry is kind of a big thing. And the country industry. And the country industry, yeah. And then, like... Um, I mean, he's not really part of the country industry. No, I know, now, but, but, the, who, but who cares? The controversy behind Old Town Road was kind of behind the, mm-hmm. you know, is it rap? Is it country? Is it? And then like he had the whole shoes that were like had blood in them, so I don't think Christians were on his side. <laughs> and then like yeah, leading up to this is his Which first. Is very intentional. Yeah, 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 like totally. He's trying to get a reaction out of them. And I think he's doing a great job. He's gonna do yeah. yeah. No, Montero first studio album. It's a great. He he's hitting the ground running with this. I I think we're only gonna see more good things from him. I mean, besides the singles that we already had before this, what were some like top like some tops for this highs? I should say for this album. Yeah, I think. A uh, clear high for this is That's What I Want. It's one of the songs I don't believe was released as a single before the release of the album. No, yeah. But I think that's just a really, like, upbeat, like, even though it delves into more serious meaning behind the lyrics, it's still upbeat, it's really catchy. I mm-hmm. think that's definitely a highlight of the songs that we haven't heard yet. So, or hadn't heard. But. Yeah, no, I gotcha. And I, I think 
besides just the songs itself, he has a lot. Of, like, he doesn't have many features, but he has some good features. He's got Elton John, for one, who's playing the piano on One of Me. And, like, I mean, it's Elton John. He's doing fantastic. Yeah, I, when I heard that he was going to be on the album, I was... I mean, it I, makes I, sense. I, yeah, yeah it makes like, sense. I thought it was... Yeah. And then, I, I did think he was going to be singing on it. Yeah. A little disappointed that he wasn't, but I also think that his piano work on that song is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And it helped, it brought more attention to that yeah. on the song, which I think I, makes it one of my favorite off the album, personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, then Miley Cyrus is on the last track. I think she does good. I mean, it, like, it doesn't blow me out of the water or anything, but it's a good feature. The Doja Cat's on it. Uh, if you're a Doja Cat fan, of course you're gonna- It's Megan, like- Megan the Stallion. Uh, I think all these features go a long way. Yeah, it's also kind of- the, all of the songs are in all caps, but- A lot of artists do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, like, Kendrick Lamar's Damn, all of the songs are in all caps. Mm -hmm. Um, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that Baby Keem's- Mikey, check this out for us. <laughs> but, yeah, Mikey, um, can we pull this up, please? I'm Thank pretty you. sure that Baby Keem's- last album was in all no i'm wrong it was in all lowercase but yeah no like it just goes like except for orange soda that wasn't that's not part of, that's not from the melodic yeah. blue but um it was in all lowercase so uh, i will say out of the features at least the songs with features i will say dollar sign slime for me is not a, not a strong song i don't i i i think it's just the trumpet arpeggios throughout or like it's there's it a way to seems, do. It seems cheesy to me. There's a way to good to do a good trumpet beat. I don't think it's this. Like obviously, he knows how to utilize trumpets, as seen in Industry Baby, which mm -hmm. I think is my favorite song off of the album. Mm -hmm. It's just it's so solid. But then when you have those trumpets on a song like Dollar Sign Slime, it just it just doesn't work for me. Probably my least favorite song on the album. I gotta say my least favorite so song, and I know this makes. Uh, Ben angry. Well, no, I know. Not angry, but yeah. I, I like this song, but... Uh, I, I, Lost in the Citadel just doesn't do it for me. Com when you compare it to all the other songs, it just does not feel very strong. I feel like just the lyrics aren't there. The singing is feels very much like a basic pop song that you could hear from any pop singer. I'll give you that, yeah. That makes sense. In an album where each of these songs is like something totally trying to blow you out of the water i feel like this song is kind of a weak choice it's not a bad song like if some if someone was playing this in the car i wouldn't go turn this shit off that's number five yeah i knew you were gonna say that yeah. that's crazy i i agree with you on that but i also think he's playing it safe on this song i still think that it works out and i think he does it well yeah i would say the vocals shine on that song as well as on the, some of the later songs, like Boy. Mm -hmm. But I think the vocals overall are actually very strong. Mm -hmm. like so far, we haven't really been well, able to see his full potential, and he's kind of showing off that he can do it. And I mean, if we want to talk about vocals, when you like go to the three songs after this one, they all have really good singing on them. I feel, I feel like the album's kind of broken into like two parts. Um, the yeah. first part is more upbeat. It's more like pop kind of aiming. And then the second half, 
It gets more kind of introspective, more... He starts talking about, like, the industry. He's talking about how he got here. He's talking about, like, the expectations that were put upon him when he released Old Town Road. I mean, he makes direct references in, like, several lyrics to Old Town Road. You can definitely tell that there's a lot of different eyes looking down on him and expecting different things from Lil Nas. And I think he just pours a lot of that frustration into this last half of the song. Yeah. Those slower songs, the more real songs for him, at least, mm-hmm. are where his vocals come out more. So you said your least favorite is Lost in the Citadel. What What is your favorite? I mean, like, Industry Baby or, like, the title track are both fantastic songs. Yeah. And they have been. I, I like them from the first time I saw it. I heard it, you know. Well, what would you give this on a scale of 10? On a scale of 10, it's it's hard. But I, I might give it, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And I know that might seem fairly low for how much crazy we've been getting it. But over the past week, I haven't actually been finding myself going back and listening to it a ton. I think it's a great album. I think that he really shines. I don't know if he's he's necessarily found like his sound yet, though. Mm-hmm. Which, I know, his, his goal was to have a wide variety, keep it interesting, kind of test out the waters. But I feel like he's got a lot to you know build upon here. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it takes him. Mm-hmm. But I think it's 7 out of 10. Yep. I'd say a strong 7 to a light 7.5. Like, I could I could easily see it being a 7.5 in my book. I think, yeah, like you said, he's still testing the waters, trying to find his sound. But I think that's pretty standard for, like, a like studio album. Especially for his first one, yeah. Yeah, a first studio album, yeah, yeah okay. is what I meant to say, yeah. So, yeah, I think a 7 out of 10 is pretty good. Um, and like, I always think a 5 out of 10 is like, just a perfectly mediocre album. Yeah, I feel like people often think like 6 out of 10 is like bad. Yeah. But in like, reality, 5 out of 10 for at, for at least me, mm-hmm. and obviously you too. That's like the down the road, like didn't hate it, didn't necessarily love it. It's just, you know, there. Mm-hmm. But I think a 7 out of 10 is... It's, it's a pretty good of course, album. As, as Eli said in his album cover art review, it, the album does touch upon society and you know, the, the societal norms because he's kind of breaking the mold. Yeah. Not that he's the first, you know, gay artist or gay rapper. The, on this scale, I don't know. Well, he's extremely successful. He's <laughs> so we're gonna cut out everything you said. <laughs> Who's supposed to never hear? No, no, no. Honestly, for something to be a 9 out of 10 or 9.5 out of 10, it has to be like super good and just be consistently super good for me. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if that's, if that, if that's what rocks above. I don't think that this song has any skips necessarily. Actually, I, I really just don't like Dallas Science Line. I don't, I don't know. Not a strong song. It's, I, if, I will say that's the one skip for me. But other than that, I think it's a great album. Top tracks are probably like Void, Industry Baby, obviously. Is it better than Donda? I personally, I, I think I like Donda better. But I think I like this better. I don't know. It's really close to me. It's really close. See, the thing with Donda, it has. Okay, well, well, I think next episode we're gonna do like Donda versus CLB. Yeah. Donda has some very high highs. 
but then some very low lows for me. Down, that's true. Down. Yeah. Down. <laughs> Alright, well this has been Ben and Ben Show review of Montero. Thanks to Eli Kuzma, our art Your correspondent. Yeah. Our first special guest on the show. This was pilot episode one. Yeah. I'm gonna sound like shit. It's the first pilot episode. That's number six, by the way. He owes us a dollar and fifty cents in the swear jar. <laughs> Uh, you know you love us, Ben. <laughs> this is gonna be. A, we're gonna f***ing break the internet. Whoa! Oh, it's a dollar seventy-five. Oh, dollar sign slime. Dollar sign slime. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, see ya. I blew up, man. Everybody trying to sue me. You call me Nas, but.